Uh, restream. Oh, this is gonna be a long show. It is so hot in here. Yeah, it's not usually so hot, and it's actually kind of. We kind of had a hurricane come through and contribute to the humidity, I think. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops coming to you live with Video Chicken. To my left is Kristen, our co host, and behind the computer, behind the camera, behind the screen is our wonderful Ingrid, making sure everything sounds and looks good. That is a great intro, isn't it? Yeah, I love isn't it. it wonderful? I knew it was going to catch on. Uh, sure we're going to go ahead and get started. My Carolina Coops swag is showing well, Yeah, what is this Carolina Coops swag? I, I, I've been cleaning is up Is that my... embroidered? Yeah, you bought it for me one time or made it, have it made? I don't. You know, I, I, I'm finding in my <clears throat> my cleanup uh, that I, I do have a, quite a, fit of, quite a bit up. of Carolina Coops swag. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. And, and, and I probably and still have some. it's very nice. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's like, very nice. It's like, Keep it coming. You, you, mm-hmm. Let, uh, oh, yeah, I have to order coffee cups. Oh, how is that going? I can't wait. Oh, I, well, got, I got my naughty Well, you said just order again. coffee cups or whatever, and I'm like, well, how about this one? And, and no, what did I, I want it, you want it more straight. And I like, I like a curvy coffee cup, actually. I like it cylindered. I yeah. like the coffee mug. And like I know this. you like big cups, so I'm I, trying you know, to get, like, the capacity that you want. So, yeah, if, if anybody wants to order a Carolina Coops mug, we're going to have the logo. The logo you see right Yeah. We're going to put on the mug. So I'm thinking, you know, my favorite mugs are the ones you get from diners. Oh, those. See, those are curvy. It depends how you look at things. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Again, we are coming to you live. Uh-oh. Ingrid's got Ingrid. a big, uh-oh. Ingrid. Yeah. I, the comments weren't loading, so I'm, I want to make sure we're on. No, we are live, and it's coming. And uh, and everyone out there, hope you're having a wonderful <laughs> Friday. We have made Thank it. You, Matt. Yes, leave those comments. <laughs> also, I always forget to ask the things. Please say hi. Please put a comment in there, even if you're not going to say anything. Matt Ryan. Even if you're not going to say anything for the rest of the show, just say hi and let us know where you're watching from. We would love that. We'd love to hear from you. So again, we are coming live. It is noon. We have made it halfway through Friday, and can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, and I'm just going to have to say that it is really hot in here. Usually, I am so hot tolerant, heat tolerant, being from the south, but my. God. It is, it's not that it's hot. It's humid. It's humid. So, yes. So her- if you see me drinking water a little bit more than late, more than usual, <laughs> or if you see me, let's see, I, where's my, where's my cloth? If you see, if you, he's dripping. I'm dripping sweat. That yeah. means I'm hydrated, right? <laughs> I guess so. And but it's you're no drinking longer. coffee. Yeah. Of coffee and then straight to vodka. <laughs> Anyways. So I, I actually, I have not been Jeez. briefed yet. And what kind, what's going on in today's show? I did want to put a little teaser in for next week's show. I hear we have a guest coming up. Yes. Mark the Bantam Breeder. Is that his official name? Mark? I don't, he, he might be in an HOA situation, so I don't want to give out his, his full name. Of course he is. Um, that's where you and I went and picked up eggs one time, right? Right. And he had that uh, that particular tree out front that I found out is rare, and I have two at the shop in New York. And by oh, the ginkgo. The ginkgo, yeah. Huh. That's him, right? Yeah, I just got uh, a little HOA. ginkgo, and um, I'm having a little bit of trouble uh, committing to a spot, knowing it's going to be there a hundred years or so. Hmm. I guess if I die, burn me up, put me on ginkgo tree. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. It's going to be around for 100 years. All righty. So next week, yeah, so you're going to have, you said the name is Mark. His name is Mark. Is Mark. Oh, that's not his real name. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, t- saying hi. Let us know where you are watching from. We just love that. We go back through and we look at all the comments, the questions, at least I do. I'm, I'm not sure if Ingrid or you guys do, but 
Um, Mark is the one that gave us the eggs that we hatched on the show. With a great success rate. Right. We set them, we hatched them, and we've had follow-ups regularly showing these chicks. So I think it'll become full circle if we have them on. Yo, that's a good point. So now is he going to come into the studio or are we going to have I, him on I, camera? I don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, it's probably too hot to have a third person here on studio. Like when we did Coop Works, it was. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. <laughs> but anyhow, like. All right, so next week we're going to have a chicken breeder on the show. Yeah. I, I can't wait. So if you guys have questions about chicken breeding, we don't really and, talk. And bantams. He's a bantam. I would say an, a bantam expert. Yeah. Aficionado. Okay. Enthusiast. A bantam <laughs> expert. And, you know, uh, Ingrid and I both have his bantams, and that has made both of us a bantam enthusiast as well. Yes. Right, Ingrid? Oh, Gig yeah. Harbor. I see someone's from Gig Harbor. That is one of my favorite <clears throat> places in this country. What a beautiful place. We got two or three coops right in Gig Harbor. It is amazing when, if you, if you can time it right, you look out into the, I think they call it the sound, you know, where the, the water's coming in from the ocean, that you can actually have orcas swimming in there and it's just oh love gig harbor love mm -hmm. the pacific northwest um oh even our old buddy garrett's watching all right so what are we doing in today's show and again this show is for you guys out there if you have questions and comments i think we're going to commit again this week to really focus on that because especially if next week we're gonna have a guest oh oh, oh, oh that was a lot of black writing there <laughs> ingrid just flashed us a, a well typewritten so, Piece of paper with right. a lot of info on it. And I see Mackenzie has not called into the green room yet. Are we no. not doing this? I, 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 I sent her the link. She might have a lot going on. And we have a guest from our New York shop down today. Oh, uh, maybe Christy can say yeah, hi. Christy drove all night, and she's right at work. I it, know. I, I saw her. It was so nice. She mm -hmm. gave me a hug. I know. If, yeah. if anybody orders from us, you can thank Christy. Yes. Christy is the one that processes the orders. And so good. And make sure that all the bills are paid. Non authorizes it, but she makes sure they're paid on time. That's what I should say. She yes. helps keep the credit score up. She's good. Mm -hmm. She's quite the asset. Yes. Okay. Kiss my. Okay, so Kenzie's watching. Um, maybe we can skip Mackenzie this week because I know yeah, that. Yeah, we can have Christy do Mackenzie's spot. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. We got a lot of people watching from uh, California. I can't wait. Hopefully, the next shop after we're almost. Done here. Maybe opening up our West Coast shop. So, um, oh, oh, and actually someone already says, how is the production setup going in the yeah. North Carolina shop? It is going extremely well. And we are, I, I think I've probably said this before, we are so close to cutting wood. But we, here's what's going on, especially this week, because we're getting so close. As we're figuring out the littlest things, even like in shipping, because of the size of this shop, we are able to do things that I have somehow in my mind programmed that'll never be possible. So I almost have to pinch myself and go, oh my gosh, we can actually do this. It just keeps getting better and better. So it so, is going- and, and we're really, I asked this week, you said you're not ready for the, the tour of the shop, but I think it would be really nice for people to see. There is gonna be a tour of the shop, I promise. Um, not yet. It's like you're a realtor. Would you show a house before it's ready to be sold? In this market, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to need a, a towel. I'm sweating like crazy over here, if you don't mind yeah, handing yeah, over yeah, the paper yeah. towels. So we, um, <clears throat> we're, it's going. These are the same towels we uh, oh. cleaned up chicken poop with last week. 
Not the same. I mean, the same role. <laughs> not the same towels. All right. Well, there's Mackenzie. All right. So let's let's see if we can do check in with Mackenzie real quick, and then I want to get to all the questions and You're comments. Your sweat rags. Yeah. Thank you. West Coast shop. Yes. West Coast shop. Mm -hmm. We most likely, uh, we almost went to Las Vegas, Nevada to fulfill our West Coast operations and we decided to focus on here, which just makes sense. And then my dream is to have a West Coast operation. We're going to take everything we've learned here, transfer it over to the West Coast so we can continue to, in this case, the, the price of the coupe will already be extremely affordable, but it's the shipping. Yeah. That's the next thing I want to tackle. And even in Europe, I'm hoping uh, we'll be in Europe in a couple of years setting up a shop there. So, did you see the comment from Dennis Smart? No, go ahead. He's in Texas, and he ordered an American coupe, and he can't wait for his September delivery. <coughs> Hope my old one lasts till then. <laughs> well, Dennis, thank you thank so much you. for your business, and... Um, good, yeah, I hope it does, too, because there's nothing worse. And we've had a couple people yeah. call and be like, <laughs> my coupe was broken into, you know, one of their homemade coupes or their Chinese coupe or whatever, was annihilated, and they canceled their order because then they didn't have any more chickens because they were waiting on their American coop or whatever Carolina coop they ordered. Mackenzie, how are you doing today? I can't, why can't I get her audio? Uh, go ahead and click that. I did. And okay. And yes. no. I think. You, okay. Nice. You got me? Yeah. You yes, we hear you. Were, you. It looks like muted. the sun's no longer shining in Western New York. Shocker. I'm on my computer. So I don't know how to operate that. Um, <laughs> I usually do the show on my phone and it's not working and my camera isn't the best on my computer. I, well, it's, this is very strange. Okay, good. Well, it, you look great. looks good. Um, how is everything going this week up in New York? Holiday weeks are always a bit weird. I guess I don't need this in my ear either. Oh, that's right. We had a short week, didn't we? Was this past Monday, 4th of July? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's yes. right. Um, so we decided that we were gonna take advantage of the observance of 4th of July up here. Um, so holiday weeks are always like kind of, you, you try to cram that whole missed day into everything else. So gotcha. it's just been busy. Gotcha. All right, well, do we have any questions uh, for this week? Did you get a lot of crazy questions, any crazy calls? Um, nothing too crazy. It has been to it very knows what she's saying. I'm sorry, what? what's that? Nothing. Um, it's been super hot here, and we had a couple people call from similar climates. Uh, one of the questions was, how do you keep your chickens cool? What's the best thing to give them? What do you do for them? I think we talked a lot about this last week. I'm not sure where it came up, and that's actually where the idea was sparked to do a geothermal But before geothermal, <laughs> you'd want to do some basic stuff like uh, uh, make sure they have access to plenty of water. You can cool your water. I know Ingrid has a way to cool water and then plenty of areas to for them to do a dust bath and maybe really dig down through that cool earth. That's just what I see that my chickens do naturally to keep cool and shade. Oh my goodness, shade. I've got a mother hen and babies in a pen right now, and I noticed that the afternoon sun was coming in that pen, and they didn't have really any shade just because of the angle of the sun. And I ran over there and put some shade on 
it's on, uh, actually on the ground because of the angle of the sun. So just make sure all times a day that they have access to sun because they're in a they're in a coop with a with access a full to shade. Roof. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, access to shade. <laughs> There's a full roof on that pen, but it's like the size of a Cali coop, and um, I just didn't realize that when the sun is setting, it goes straight in from the side. So just make sure all times a day that they have access to shade. May, yes. So may I add to that? And I am way behind on this, but I already actually have another helpful accessory. Oh yeah. To help with that exact reason, Shape? that exact problem. Really? Yep. I met a wonderful lady out of Texas actually, and she's an inventor of a type of solar shade that you use in RVs. And they would work perfectly on our chicken coops so that in the summertime, especially when that sun, you know, is setting mm -hmm. and it's still stifling hot and is, say you yeah. can't free range, yeah. um, you just pull that solar <clears throat> shade down and it gives them tons of shade. It was like it blocks 90% of the solar heat. There's some stat That's on That's exactly it. what I need. Yes. So we are actually working on the marketing and a fancy name. You know how I am about names. But you could, if anybody out there is like, oh, my gosh, I want that now. It's just a matter of just getting it done. Uh, the reason why we have not sold them yet is everyone's waiting on me. And I've been obviously. Let's get that done. Swamped. Go yeah, for it. I, have I, have a, I have a shade because mine doesn't have any tree cover. Yeah. So I put that shade cloth on there. And I also give them like cold watermelon that I'll split. And I'll put that out there for them. They love that. So that's very refreshing. There's so, two more things that you do. I Your hops and ice cubes in your... Oh, yeah. Drink. I have ice cubes in, in water. So I, I make sure they always have like... I have two water sources besides just the rain barrel um, on the water bar. I have another one that's hanging that I put ice in when it gets really hot. And yeah, I have hops and grapes growing for shade. I love her hops. She's got she's got <laughs> the like most beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that? It sounds like the most pampered poultry. It sounds beautiful. Oh yes, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're very Ingrid. pampered. Okay, so moving on real quick. Uh, but, but yeah, let's not forget how important it is to have shade and to have a natural. She's got vines, and you can use all sorts of different kinds of vines, but that evaporative property mm. is really what can make the most difference and be absolutely beautiful thank you so let's not forget that um next question is if i feed my chickens food scraps what should i stay away from well um food for uh, eggshells unless they're crushed some people say that they should be baked as well um, I don't bake mine. Yeah, I don't bake mine either. But just make sure they're crushed so they don't uh, start eating their own eggs. Um, anything really fibrous like celery can get caught in their crop. Um, so if you're feeding then, them, is it okay to feed them celery as long as it's chopped up or no? I think so. As long yeah, as it, I don't know it's, if they would even eat that. Yeah, yeah I would say our normal uh, answer, times, our normal go-to is you can feed them anything yeah, as long really, as it's not moldy. Yeah, really, because I just threw out some stuff that my neighbor gave me. Uh, and it's so nice when your neighbors give you food scraps. Um, but you can see, I should have taken a picture, on the ground there was like a celery stalk and there was potato skins and something else they did. They didn't eat avocado uh, rind. Yeah. You know, like they seem to know what to eat and what not to eat. Uh, the only thing really I would never, ever feed them is moldy. It's something really moldy, like moldy bread. Yep. Right. 
I, I heard that they're not supposed to eat a lot of bread as it is um, so that they don't get sauerkraut. But I think anything in excess. I think mine everything. Yeah, that reminds me. Someone commented, uh, gosh, three, four, five, six, seven years, whatever, years ago. They said, oh, you shouldn't be telling people to give them pizza. They're going to get overweight. And I was like, well, we are in New York, and pizza's kind of abundant here. But, you know, I, I, I here's know the thing. Chickens. What's that? I don't know what I would do without New York pizza. Yeah, I know. We definitely live on our pizza. So my, I think uh, that's a great answer. And the most important thing is do not give them anything moldy. Right. Awesome. Any more questions? Um, I do have one that I actually thought of. How did we come across the hemp bedding? How did that originate? <laughs> What's his face? It was your buddy in, uh, in Winston-Salem, right? Um, <laughs> gosh, I don't remember. Yeah, you're that guy in Winston-Salem. Well, no, I remember who we first bought from. How did we first... Oh, I totally, yes, absolutely, I remember. Well, the I've late, never heard the story. Well, okay, so, I, and I love, okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I love this answer because I am so happy when I can tell people a lot of our, go ahead, I know, I'm. <laughs> I don't want you dripping on me. I feel like being interrogated here. No, our customers, the answer is our customer. Uh, she was in Concord, California. Her name was Mary yeah. and uh, spent hours and hours and hours and hours on the phone with her, but she's a great lady, super we smart. We went to go visit her. Oh, yes, person. we, yes, we did. <clears throat> she's the one that said, hey, Matt, have you ever heard about industrial hemp? I said, no. So I looked into it, found a local supplier near us at the time in North Carolina. The rest is history. But here's what I love about our business. We have, we always say we have the best customers. Our customers come up with the best ideas. My favorite thing to do is to figure out the solution. Like the same lady came up with the idea of our hen house doors now that have, it's two doors in one. And I was like, that is a great idea. I just had to figure out how to make it work. So yeah, I mean, the story is that the customer, she just suggested it and the way it comes. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I've got for the week. All oh, right. I, I have a question. Do you, the have guys any, in the uh, do you have any shop gossip? Anything exciting going around in the shop? Nobody cares about shop gossip. My I, God, we don't need to get into that in our oh, problems. Oh, there's too much. Unless you're another person thing. that works somewhere and you're like, oh, it's not only us. Uh, it was last time, I think you said that maybe Dave got a haircut or something like that. Or... Dave never got a haircut. He needs oh, a mullet. Oh, never got a haircut. He would, he would have the best mullet in the world. All right, well, we have some quick questions. I want to stick to. There must be some good stuff. No, it's, that was, that was there the... is. Oh, my God, there's their gossip. <laughs> it's, it's worse than, than when I was. Working in the service industry. <laughs> you, won't, you won't believe what we go through in-house. It's very dramatic. It's so dramatic. Wow. It's, it's I so asked the right question, and I didn't even know. I just thought, you know, I, I don't I have a lot like of material this week. so And I love the behind-the-scenes the behind stuff. It's certainly, um, like, comparable to, <laughs> to bartending at the local dive bar. <laughs> Anyways, people don't want to hear about our gossip. They want to hear... About our chicken. Oh come knowledge. on! Isn't there one thing PG? I don't think I can say PG thirteen. Oh my gosh! So wait, oh, hold on. We got breaking news. Fish and Matt Ryan says there's an earthquake right now in, I'm gonna assume Calif California. Southern California. 
Hope everyone's all right out there. I'm not sure how severe. I mean, they get them all the time, just like we get snowstorms in New York. So we're like, eh. But I can't imagine the whole earth shaking all of a sudden. We got some good questions, no. too. Yes, let's get to okay. the questions. I love the comments. Mackenzie, you're next. You're coming down. Yes. I need you here. Yeah. The time is ready. We have so many things to get in line for purchasing materials here. And I can't wait. I would. We are so close. We are so close to start production and be able to pass along the savings from all the efficiency we are mastering and what Mackenzie does best going out there price shopping find the best materials for the best price so we can pass that along but we are ready for you your office ready is ready to, to go out. you have your extension um uh, the IT guy just set up your phone so have a great Whoa. weekend Mackenzie I will you guys have a good weekend too thanks See you soon. bye I could use some water. If anyone's listening out in the main office, I could it. use some water. This coffee's not cutting it, huh? You want me to go get water? No, no. Always trying to dis You're always trying to get out of. There we go. Oh, look at that. What a great background. Uh, we we got to tweak the colors a little bit. That was one thing I forgot about that. But that's all right. Don't don't worry about. It. I'm sure we still look okay. Um, um, so we had some good questions. All right, fire away. And these are now questions. Um. Yeah, I would love to to talk about if we can hit some that people are coming in. Like right. I saw one asking about if we're getting a discount at the lumber yard. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I don't know if anyone is. I mean, I can tell you right now, I just got off the phone. Uh, we are looking at purchasing our own metal rolling machine so we can roll our own panels. Metal now has officially doubled in For the price. roofing, you mean? The metal, I'm sorry, metal roofing. Yeah, I so know, we, I got a quote for metal roof. I should have, and they said you should have done that a year ago. It's, <laughs> there's <laughs> no, price is insane. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> it's, pricing of materials is insane. We're doing everything we can to not raise prices. I'm using it as a reason to be smarter and we there may. There is something going on because I've had two Sawyers even come to me. One came to my house yesterday asking if he could, he could buy trees off me. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I hear Nan coming oh, in with some water. See. Oh, there's Nan or Nan. You want to come in and say hi to everyone real quick? How's your day? Casual Friday? Casual Friday is great. Oh, yeah, come on, come on. Come on. Come, say come, hi. Come say hi real quick. Nan or everyone, Nan bringing me <laughs> water. He's the best. Yeah. I have lost so much weight. For the people that have commented on how fat and out of shape I got, well, you know what? You Thank you. Mean. <laughs> motivation speaking of that hold on we did did we ever hear from our karen from last week no she's not gonna she's got mm. her own she's got okay. a host of problems to deal with all right enough of that. Oh, we, we, uh, yeah. so here's a good question i want to leave my windows open at night on my chicken coop but don't want to expose them to heavy mosquito infestation where i live in ohio should i worry or not are mosquitoes a problem for i'm sweating too you just can't see it Sorry. No, we're okay. listening. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. So she wants to leave her hen house doors open, her, the windows open. Is there a problem with mosquitoes? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. I've, I have never seen any evidence of that. I've never seen um, chickens bothered by mosquitoes. No, if anything, that's, that's your midnight snack. Wait, what do you think, Ingrid? Have I don't think so. It? No, I leave. I mean, everything's open. I have yeah. everything as open. I as think possible. the air, the air circulation, would be far more important than worrying about mosquitoes. Yeah. Let me say this about mosquitoes. Can't oh, help bug it. Bug guy. <laughs> we need a, like a intro, like a. We, little, we need like, the extreme. Yeah, we need bug guy music. There bug is, guy music. Yeah. There is something that drives me nuts when we start talking about yeah, mosquitoes. Yeah. 
when people are like Matt was formerly an exterminator. When people are like, <laughs> you know, okay, hold on, it is true. Some people are gonna be, a, they're gonna be bitten more than others. It has yeah. nothing to do with the per, it has nothing to do with the perfume <laughs> yeah, you're wearing. I, it has nothing to do if you're male or oh, female. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. What you gotta understand when you're dealing crazy. with mosquitoes is <clears throat> they're not a pest until they bite you, and then the reason why they're biting you is because you're a food source. They have to know you're the food source by knowing you're a mammal. There's two things us as mammals give off, CO2 and heat image. So when people are breathing a lot, exhaling a lot of CO2, you're gonna be attracting more mosquitoes. Number two, if you went under a thermal camera, there are people that just, their image is, you can see it's a lot warmer than others. And non, for example, she'll get bit in the middle of winter in, in <laughs> upstate New York, it is nuts. But that is the truth about what attracts mosquitoes. So with that said, my question would be, now, now I'm thinking out loud, is you know the heat image of a chicken has got to be huge, um, but they're not a mammal, but are, they're well, giving they off CO2. Well, yeah. No, they're, no, they're, 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 they're a bird. But they're not mammals. No, birds are not mammals. Right. Mammals uh, drink milk from their mother. And give live birth, oh, have yeah. hair. Yeah. Okay. Right. But they have blood like mammals is what I was going to say. Hmm. So, but my question is because they're not mammals, I'm wondering <clears throat> if the mosquitoes can ever decipher the difference because I'm assuming the heat image off of chickens is quite high, if not more, because chickens are pretty warm. Uh, number two, they're got to be exhaling CO2. But I have never seen mosquitoes feeding on chickens when technically they could, they go right to the comb. Oh, they're out there all the time with right. the chickens, yeah. yeah. You know, they're ectoparasitic, so are ticks. I, I, I seems like I read in a chicken book that they do bother chickens, but. So, great question. Huh. Um, I wouldn't worry, if anything, if I was a chicken. I'm gonna go get the chicken book. Get the chicken book. You get the chicken book. This reminds me, when I was a child, I love when things are taught to you as a child. I'll never forget why I was in my parents' lawyer's office, I don't know. But I was a little guy, just in awe. I was like, wow, he's a lawyer. I'll never forget him stop. He got up from his desk, turned around, and went to grab a book. And he stopped and turned around, looked at me, goes, always go to the book. Never forget that, Matthew. And I never forgot <laughs> it. So, yes, go to the book. Um, so I appreciate that, Kristen. All right, so what's another question? Um, so Mike Trapp was worried about onions and garlic for chickens. And I don't, I don't think they even eat that. Um, especially if there's nothing else. But I don't think they're huge fans of it. But here's the deal. I have been told that if you feed them onions and garlic, that you could potentially taste that in the eggs. Yeah, especially a lot of garlic. All right, so we're going to give some shout out. All right, so you went and grabbed two. Oh, look what I found. Okay, nobody knows. Well, look at at the blue screen and the green screen. Uh, My, my, oh my gosh, I've been You know, I got to run through the air-conditioned offices. (laughs) (laughs) That was really exhilarating. Um, For my visual (laughs) snow. You should do it. If you've ever had a hard time reading black and white, which I do, um, blue transparency sheet. Anyways, so two great books. Love these books. You if don't have the chicken health book I that we both do. ordered. I, I didn't see it do. on There's your shelf. There's a whole shelf of um, – I, I love this one, Raising Chickens. It's, it's Stories Guide to Raising Chickens. Love this book. That's the one I've read. I've read Yeah, you're like, cover. I've read it five times, man. <laughs> and then, of course, Chicken for Dummies. Just, I think, great books. I have that one. I got that before I got my chickens. Which one? Chicken for dummies? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, there's chicken diseases for dummies. I just, I like it because hmm. it's easy reading. It's bullet pointed yeah. for the most part. All right. Well, while Kristen's looking that up. Um, um, okay. How about with, um, 
Are there any plants or weeds that grow in the yard that are toxic or unsafe for the birds to eat? Will I know not to eat it if I throw it in there for them? Toxic plants. What do you think, Ingrid? I don't she's okay, so a, she's well, apparently they're plants. well apparently chickens are not supposed to have nightshade plants, which are tomatoes and peppers. Um, but they don't tend to eat tomatoes. I've tried to give them tomatoes, they don't like them. I'm telling you again, I agree. Chickens seem to know what they want and don't want. Yeah. And when you're feeding them things, pay attention. It's like your child, you know, all the, you're not gonna well, we don't force our kids to eat something they don't want. Yeah. So, well, like, potatoes and stuff, like, raw potatoes aren't good. Raw potatoes aren't good for pretty much any animal. Um, so those are all nightshade plants. But um, there are plants that are really good for chickens. Like, I put comfrey in my chicken yard. Oh, yes, I want some comfrey. And, of course, you know what comfrey is. Yes. Comfrey is... Um, Everyone should have that. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great pollinator plant. Um, it's good fertilizer. And the chickens love it. And I didn't know that. I, it's now medicinal as well. Yes, it's, it's good for What a for great shot there. Just wanted <laughs> to mention that. I miss my beard a little bit. <clears throat> but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a, they call it a knot bone or bone knot because it, it helps to heal. So bones. I get the answer here is some things that are beneficial, not so much what you wouldn't feed them, but you are saying there's a lot of things that you could feed them. That they won't eat. And I didn't know tomatoes were part of the nightshade. Because I can tell you, just going from my Boy Scout days, first thing I think of when weeds or things like that is nightshade. I mean, that's just drilled into you when you're a Boy Scout. Even worse than poison ivy. Well, and peppers and tomatoes are nightshade plants. But yeah, we eat the fruit. None of the books had mosquitoes. Even mentioned. They had flies, all kinds of different things. So that is a great question. If we can remember, we do have plans to bring on a, a poultry veterinarian, right? Yeah. And that would just be a good question. She wrote the chicken health book. And that, wait a minute, that is why I have the chicken health book, because she is the yeah, author. Yeah, we both ordered it at the same time. and um... It's somewhere around here. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a great question. Um, here's one from Francine, our friend Francine with the beautiful Yes, coop. hi, Francine. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I let my butt buff butt. Your I butt? Let my, <laughs> sorry. It's, I... Didn't get a lot of sleep. The mountains of California. Beautiful. I let my buff Orpington, who went broody, sit on eggs after seeing you guys hatch the chicks. Oh, yeah. She's sitting on the eggs in the nest box. Once they hatch, how will the babies get down the ladder? They just do, but they I'll do. never forget. They do. I want to say it was in your chicken coop. Was it yours? She carried them. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Wasn't it your coop? Yeah. She carried them. My buff, I, I, I thought she was gonna, I was going to use the nest box as a brooder, so I took all the dividers out. And after being broody, I guess she was broody for like 24 days, she was like, ah, I've had enough. And all of a sudden, they were all out. The babies followed her down and everything. I don't know how they got out, but they were, they were in the run. I would even say, even after if hours. they tumble a little bit, they're going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I, they were. Yeah. And uh, what sometimes I have had them, she typically doesn't take them out right away after they hatch. She'll, they'll do eat food and water in the, in the coop for a little bit, maybe a couple days, five days, something. But whenever she feels comfortable, she'll decide to take them down. And sometimes after like three days, I'll go ahead and move her at night to the bottom, to the, to the run. Yeah, mine and came out after like five hours. 
five hours. See, yeah, chickens but that break but, the rules. But that was all. But but ah. but no. In my in her defense, they were already like <laughs> her they were like day old chicks. I put under her, so okay. two day old chicks. So they okay. weren't babies. Well, maybe she, she knew. Yeah, they, it, it's she, just incredible. It is just the uh, instincts that, of I love it. Chickens just it's just fascinating. Well, not only chickens, just motherhood in general. It's just and it's the, still just mind boggling to me how it's just so important to listen to your instincts. So Kyle says he doesn't have a problem with mites, but is there something I should use um, preemptively to ward them off? And he uses pine shavings. Okay, so uh, to me, the key word is should. Should you? I don't know. I, again, from being an exterminator, I am a fan about prevention. But Matt you, used to be an exterminator. That that should be it. That should be it. And you we'll know, record that after the, the best prevention is through our practices. And but if you want to switch to a, you can use a pesticide as a prevention. But I would say right now, if it's not broke, don't fix it. What don't, about putting diatomaceous earth in the bedding? You, you well, see, then there's conflict about the effects of diatomaceous earth if you're using a deep litter. But if you're using pine shavings, you know, I I I know people that have used diatomaceous earth in the deep litter system. I don't think it still caused them any problems. But I would say if it's not broke, don't need to fix it, but you can use things, especially if it's on the organic side of things, as a preventative, but. Don't mites like to live on a host though? They don't live it in It depends the... on the type of mites. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. used to dust my the corners of my coop, but that was in the very beginning when I was a little more attentive to every detail. <laughs> right. And um, since then, <laughs> I, I've kind of gone the more natural route to just let let them do their thing, and I haven't had any problems. Right, as long as the chickens have the ability to take a dust bath, I think. You, but I wouldn't dust the chickens. No, 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 no. Don't, oh, what, what another? Oh, that was a great day. Um, <laughs> George Costanza picture. <laughs> I think that's actually. I think I said that. I think yeah. there's a video somewhere when we did that photo so um who who, who asked that question i, I, I forgot oh, the i'm name. sorry um, no it, it's fine i just i hope that answers it i would say you don't have to if it's not broke don't fix it but it, it probably wouldn't hurt if you wanted to do a couple things and that would be diatomaceous earth and maybe dusting the corners but i i did read an article this week about uh dusting your chickens that that does stay that shows up in the eggs 21 days later yeah like don't, that's that does stay with them and it shows up in the eggs so hmm. i wouldn't do that and if you do wait a long time disney uses chickens <clears throat> to track mosquitoes carried diseases well now that is fascinating i have never heard that and actually back in my exterminator days disney <laughs> was one of our customers and we started this huge mosquito program so i can i have a well uh, anyways, that's fast. That's great to hear. I love when an animal has a job. I just, I love that. So, yes. Victory Begins in the Garden asked, did we monetize our channel? And yes, we did. How is that going? I I didn't look at the... I have said, we made I'm enough money to get pizza? Oh, I think so. I hope I have enough like money. Like an elementary or, school. Or a new shirt good. for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> an elementary school, if you were good for the whole, like, six months you've got a class pizza party so well, this show isn't monetized but some of the videos are are monetized. yeah okay. I, I do want to fulfill my promise is I, I i actually forgot all about that we did that and i want to say youtube made that 
mandatory, right? For yeah, all. Yeah. Now YouTube says that they will run ads regardless. So we oh. we were just a little bit ahead of the game. Oh, so thanks. let's report back next week. Okay. As long as we're doing a show. Uh, that was another great shot. Ingrid, you did a great job on this video. Oh, those are Ingrid's chickens. Those I are. Know. She's so good at capturing chickens <laughs> and plants. I want And getting them tattooed onto her skin. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, that's full circle, right? I, I want to donate the money to a good cause. Um, and yeah. my idea was is that someone could... You mean like Kristen Warren? Could yeah. nominate. Uh, you know, maybe there's a, a, an animal shelter somewhere in this country yep. that could just use the help for a good reason. I don't want to just... I, I think it'd be fun to have it have a reason or something out there, especially when it's animal related. And a pizza party? We, Look, we there's do, Midge. We do pizza parties all the time. All right, so <laughs> we're, we're already halfway through the show. And uh, if you are still hanging out with us, I appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, we are coming to you live from our shop in North Carolina. It is Friday. If you're watching this and it's not Friday, <clears throat> you are watching a recorded version, but you can still leave questions and comments down below. And also, if you weren't here in the beginning of the show, I did ask everyone, if you haven't already, please say hi in the comments. Let us know where you are watching from. Victory Begins in the Garden also says control water on your property. I know that you've said that when I've asked your professional advice on mosquitoes. And I noticed that just the condensation drain from my air conditioning system has mosquitoes in it right now. Like it's a puddle on the ground. Com and it has complete metamorphosis. Egg larva yeah, people yeah. adult. Do not let water sit around long enough so they can complete all four stages. So I want to say it's eight days, if I remember correctly, from egg to adult. So if the mosquito lays an egg, That's hatches right. into a larva, other people call them wigglers, whatever, and then they got to pupate. Uh, you want to make sure they dry out so they never pupate, they never become an adult, okay? So make sure, if, again, if you're dealing with mosquitoes, especially up in your gutters, people don't realize this, don't let anything sit around for longer than a week. Same thing with fruit flies, believe it or not. Um, but anyways. I don't have any fruit flies this year. <laughs> what caused yeah, it? because they're all here. You ought to see them in our kitchen, our staff I kitchen. Used to, last year I had, well, never mind. So what Kathy Stark asks, what causes pullets to pick feathers and eat them? They are 21 weeks old. They are on 17% good quality feed. I guess that's 17% protein, I would think. Sometimes they do that when they're crowded or bored. Yeah, it's weird that they are eating. Chicken, chicken. the coop ratio, so important. Mm. Mm. Younger. And then once it, once it starts, it could be a habit. I mean, you could say, right. oh, well, I'm going to fix the problem and give them more protein and space and stuff to do, but they've already established that habit. And if that's the case, then it takes a little bit more effort to get them to stop. Um, though they want, they want tours of coops, I guess. Was, um, tours of, 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 the, of custom coops. Of we custom. haven't done a video in a long time. I promise. I know every, you know, hard every morning I wake up, it's literally one of the first things I think about is I got to get out there. Once this shop is fully up and running, they don't need me on a daily basis. It's the first thing yeah, I'm doing. If you can't do it, I will. Me and Ingrid will go. No, Ingrid won't leave. It's a miracle we get her here. <laughs> she, I, I can take your dogs. That's what I said. Um, we have so many custom coops to go out that are done. We need the video. We got one of the nicest letters from one of our mm. recent coop custom coop customers. Who was that person? Was that the? It, I mean, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to use last names. No, right no, now, I know. Which coop was that? Was that the... See, we refer to all these custom coops as their last name, but it was the one in Malibu. 
And it's just, you know, you don't see that anymore. A handwritten letter yeah, yeah, so and a beautiful card. <clears throat> and that's just, it just, that's awesome. Especially, hmm, it's awesome. Love this lady. Love this family. Who was a birthday gift for her husband. And let's just say, I mean, her, his, her husband could have anything he wants like that. He loves his chicken coop. Like, that just means so much to me. I just can't wait to go out there and, and see him and get a video. I mean, this, it's, it's just amazing. Is so. that the black and white craftsman? Mm -mm. No. Okay. No. I don't know. It's gray and gray. There's two tones of gray. Okay. We are doing a replica of this coop here coming up very, very soon. Really? Yep. The uh, coop in Alabama there. We got, gosh, we got so much coming up. We have done so many coops. I have not been out there. I promise the videos will be coming. I just, I have been hell-bent on getting this shop up and running. This started, what, last October, when you really think mm -hmm. about it, right? When we yep. first found this building. Um, <clears throat> it, it, hopefully it pays off here soon. So Kyle asked, this is a good question, how long would you recommend keeping part of the chicken run sectioned off for little chicks? And the bigger chicks before letting them all intermingle. So when you have like a broody or you have small chicks that you have bought, how long do you keep them? Until they're roughly the same size. What do you think? Ingrid has done this um, <laughs> a few times lately. So what do you think? I'll tell you what, I'm going to have Ingrid sit right here. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. I, no, this is great. No, I mentioned her ink, so people want to probably want to see her ink. Yeah. I know. I am I know. so jealous. I have not been in the chair I think so it's just fabulous that she used pictures from her own garden. That's that's awesome. For the Love flowers. It. Love I it. mean. I think we can switch real quick, Ingrid. No, that's all right. We're good. People get tired of seeing us. Yes. No, they don't. I mean, look, I'm embarrassed right now. It's just getting yeah, worse. Oh, you want to run through the air-conditioned offices, don't you? <laughs> you want to do the loop? Oh, we, we yeah, got to yeah, move get, studios. Get we got to get the doors on this room. That's the only reason why the AC is not on. So when I, was... I when I had the broody, I let I did keep them in a dog crate for a while when they were real little. And then, I don't know, maybe when they were four weeks, I was just like, they're fine. And because I was afraid she wasn't able to protect them as well. Because mm -hmm. one of my barred rocks was a little, like, aggressive. <laughs> but... That, so the, the mother is really good at protecting them. And in the, this case, I don't think there is a mother. So right. if they're not, then yes, I would keep them till they're roughly the same size. And I, I mean, Midge still gets picked on and Bernie gets picked on. Like this, my smaller ones still get, my bantams get picked on, but. Especially if there's a group of them too, that yeah. seems to help. Yeah. If they're not outnumbered terribly. Yeah. Um, I know the ones that I got this spring, they're, they're pretty much full grown now. I would be perfectly fine with intermingling them. Yeah. I got squirreled. Sorry. I missed the whole thing. I'm fascinated by something here real quick. Uh, Farmer Brad, who is definitely uh, watches us a lot, has a lot of comments out there. Um, he, it's Coops for Troop, question mark. And I'm wondering if that is an actual organization or if that's a suggestion because there's a question mark. And I was just thinking Coops for Troops. And just recently, again, I, I, I got, I so badly want to do a show with my father and the stories that this man has. It's just unbelievable. Him and Kristen were talking. And isn't it mind boggling to hear what these troops have gone through? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he even got the words out. He even said he didn't sleep that night. Like, it, it's just words can't fathom what they go through. And I think that would be a lot of fun. If Coops for Troops isn't taken, we need to. I 
believe that Brad from Coop Dreams, he does stuff with Coops for Troops. I'm oh, not, so there is a Coops for Troops. Yeah, and I don't know if it's Boy Scouts or if it's regular Troops. I'm not sure, but there, yeah, that is an organization. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think a lot of people would uh, appreciate that because we always talk about how therapeutic chickens are. Yeah. And I've already seen, even my dad won't admit it, but it's even therapeutic for him. And oh, uh, that would be... It. Huh? He admits it. Well, you, you can read between the lines, yes. <laughs> um, um, oh, boy, we got capital letters. Hold on, France. Ballpark, how many coops have you made since you started Carolina Coops? How many do you, how many do you make I a wish. Year? I remember years ago saying I should put a serial number on every single coop. We no idea. I mean, we're well in the thousands and thousands. I, who yeah, knows? I actually had those numbers, I think, last year. Yeah, we were going to ballpark, but we've changed our books three times because <laughs> uh, we thought we had a good bookkeeper. Next thing you know, the next bookkeeper comes in. Oh, we got to start all over. I'm like, yeah, of course we do. Um, I wish we would have kept the number. I do. I am going to say this. I think we're going to do it here. <laughs> we're going to serialize every single coop that comes and out here. And they should be... There should be something that says Carolina Coops. People, I said that from the beginning oh, yeah, when yeah. I got my coop. You need a plaque on there. Yeah, that, the stamp. Yeah, or something. The stamp? It's out there. You use it? I can't decide on where to put it. Just but the other night, I got into my vodka, and I had the idea of branding myself. I was like, That's real hardcore. Um, <laughs> no, we have that wood burner, and I just I can't yeah, decide where to put it. Idea. What, to brand it? Yeah. So Matt says you better come to his house if you go to Malibu. So you got to visit Fish and Matt yes, Ryan. Yes, I would love to visit Fish and Matt Ryan. Um, want to bring him a T-shirt. Just I such a huge go. fan. We can go. We can go. You're the one that's so busy. We got to just figure this out. <laughs> yeah, you wanted me to hold the camera. Oh, this boy. There's go. a long one. Um, can we? Let's yeah. change this up. Let's bring up the comments okay. page so people can yeah. bring up the comments. There's a long one. Now I'm talking. Now, I'm t now we're talking. Let's get uh look at that. Another beautiful coop. That never existed. That coop does not exist. HOA? <laughs> no. What? Really? That coop does not exist. Mm. Isn't it a be Look how beautiful this coop is. We can't. A figment of your imagination. Does not exist. It's a prototype. I do not have It's chickens. a prototype coop. <laughs> oh, dude. And I tell you, I can't help but remember the one that did burn down in oh, Calistoga. And we, he is looking for a new yeah, coop, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, have we gotten back to him? Yeah, of course I got back to him. Perfect. Are we doing a coop for him? Um, he said he wanted to do something first. Perfect. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Good. Sandblast some more dynamite yeah, in another area. If you can make it just a little bit bigger. So it was something can... like he wants to recover from the from the fire a little bit longer. But he wants it's in his plans. Awesome. There we go. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> I'm still like the scrolling. Okay. I know. I think I think I'm gonna get a wireless mouse over here so I can control it too. I, I would like to move the screen over just a little bit so we look kind of shifty eyed when we're constantly looking over there. I know, but then I can't see Ingrid. So yeah. what I think yeah, I might do, do is put bit. it up above Ingrid. Well, then we're looking up there. Anyways, okay. So what is that name? Alyssa. Yes. Alyssa Santana. Um, do you want me to read or do you yes, want to read? Yes, please. Well, when I because I know I don't want to keep talking. Okay. When I pause. You can go ahead. Mm -hmm. We have 11 hens that had a big run, bin, big, bin. big a big bin until my husband could get our coop done. Took longer than anticipated, of course. Anyway, I woke up one morning and one of our hens being pecked raw and bleeding on her back. I separated until she was her until she was completely healed, hoping that when we moved the hens back to their permanent coop, they'd be okay. They still pick on her in their permanent coop. 
There's three that tend to initiate the pecking, and they all, then they all go after her. She goes back up into the hen house. They don't bother her there. She needs to be able to come into the run th without me being there. They don't tend to bother her when they're all in the hen house either. Um, so my husband finally got the coop done. We have a run that's 10 feet by 30 feet, and the hen house is 10 by 5. Yeah, that's exactly what I just described, where they've got a habit established, even though they're in a wonderful coop but with plenty of space. That's, yeah. That's really impressive, actually. Um, they're still picking on her. Uh, we've all had either a mean girl or uh, just one that gets the, so the top of the pecking order or maybe one that's way on the bottom. Um, I, I don't have a good solution for changing that Next other piece. than... Uh, sometimes you have to change up the dynamic. Sometimes you have to maybe give away that one. I mean, I've had to give away from my initial first or second generation flock a mean one. She was just so mean. And whoever I gave her to said that she was not mean over there. Because so, she probably started at the bottom. Right, right, right. So that is that is really heartbreaking that that hen is getting picked on. Um so what you're saying to get rid of the one that's on top of the that's pecking order because horrible. it says there are three that tend to initiate the pecking, so you get rid of the three. But I think the no. key thing is you change it up. Yeah, you, I, I would I would see if you can get a really good home. For, I don't know. You she could also get two more chickens, and then they would be on the more bottom. More chickens. That's fabulous. Right? So you get two or three more, and now the dynamic has completely changed because now that one that's being pecked on that's even better. has now got someone else to pick on. It changes the whole dynamic when you bring new ones right. in. Right, and then you don't get rid of the poor little one who's already traumatized. Right. It's probably going to be traumatized in their new place, too. So I like that a lot better. <laughs> More chickens. That's Chicken always mat. the answer. I, I don't know why I didn't think of it. I know. That's yeah. surprising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got another person, Nikki Wagoner. Wagner. If I said that right. I'm horrible Wagner. at that. No, this is Wagoner. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Wagner. Hello from Montgomery, Texas. How do you expect the move of your shop to affect production for existing orders? I'm just a little bit excited to get mine. Well, so thank you for your business. Um, so it's it, it's not a move. It, we're splitting it up, but we are moving the production coops to come down. And again, you know, I, I went on record was last week, maybe two weeks ago. And we are still in awe that if everything goes the way we are seeing it happen out there, we, will, we should have a coop done in 15 minutes. What that means for the lead time, I don't know. I can tell you our current lead time, it's going to, we're going to get you know, caught up. Yeah, you're going to get caught up. We're going to get yeah. caught up fast, but we're also, we have major plans of what we're going to be able to do because of our efficiency. And I want to, you know, and that's a word I got to get in the habit of using. I was talking to someone, another business owner. He said, Matt, stop saying mass production because mass production sends the wrong message. And I couldn't agree more because we're not changing a damn thing when it comes to quality. If anything, it's going to continue to get better. Um, he said, you're increasing your efficiency. And that is so true in ways that I never thought were possible. And efficiency that's efficiency and output. Yeah. Yes. And it's going to keep the cost of the coop down, especially <laughs> with materials. I mean, there's just no end in sight. The cost of materials are just. It's disturbing, absolutely disturbing, but we'll see what happens. Oh, by the way, it's Wagner. The I was the right. Wagner? I was right. Oh, she you're always it. right. Oh. I know. Um, you know the wood like burner is in New York, right. I believe. No, the wood burner is here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went around stamping everything. Mackenzie said, no, it's here. It's sitting out on the shelf. I was playing with it the other night. 
I have some actual questions that yes, we didn't get to away. from last week. So let's change up the comments. Let's go to back to I don't know. I I kind of like that idea of uh, oh well, hold on we do oh that's not bad. Do we have YouTube Chicken Police this week no. or did we 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 got into it we too exhausted much? it last <laughs> week. <laughs> All right, let's fire away. Um. Oh, this I thought was a really good question, and I actually looked it up because I wanted to answer it on YouTube. Um, but Walter Lennon Leon said, is it bad to feed your chicks medicated feed if they were vaccinated? And I actually looked this up because yeah, I was I curious. Know. So when they're vaccinated, they're usually, uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. When the medicated feed helps them to fight coccidosis, mm -hmm. am I saying that right? So... Um, and so it's not necessarily needed if they've been vaccinated for coxidosis. However, it's not going to hurt them if they're vaccinated, but it's not necessary. You can just do a regular non-medicated feed if they've been vaccinated for coxidosis. It seems like that vaccine's kind of new. I yeah, know. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I never you can err that. on the side of just feeding them medicated feed. Right. Just in the beginning. In the beginning to help their little immune system. Especially in the summer. Early spring, you know, like February, maybe not. It's not so important, but that is really important in the summer when it's hot, humid, and wet. Mm -hmm. Those are con the conditions that coccidosis thrives. Mm. See? Um, Hold on, look at Toothless Bulldog <clears throat> 2.0, my favorite breed, the English Bulldog. <laughs> Welcome to the show. He says, great stream. I don't think I've seen that person. Well, there's actually a lot of new... <gasps> That would be awesome if we could do shout outs or something to new viewers. If you're the if you're watching the show for the first time, I would love it if you let us know um, and maybe how you came across it. We, we got to build this show. Just want to put that out there. Sorry, I'm always thinking business, but I just I miss my my little piggy, my English bulldog. So uh, Alyssa Santana said she liked the idea of more chickens. <laughs> Because her little, her daughter would be heartbroken to get rid of that chicken. Yeah, I love that. So too. I think that's probably the best to change the the pecking order dynamic. This book has been around forever, and it's just the the gold standard. Yeah, to get that now. Sue yeah. says, "Can you reference the chicken books you mentioned?" It and we could probably sell these on our website. Like I feel like we should start getting a little bit of credit for the time I we take to share this. But I just love sharing the stuff that we know works for us. I we want to educate. Point. And this is like good, solid, old-fashioned, you know, advice. It's not the, it's, it, what's, when was that written? I mean, it's like. Uh, and if you educate yourself but with good knowledge, you'll yeah. realize why we do what we do. Also because. I these, guess it's 1995. These books are important <clears throat> because there's so much misinformation on yes. the internet. There yeah. really is. Every time you say something, someone's like, no, you can't do that. Or yes, you have to do this. So. It's we, good to have a reference. We need the chicken health book, too. Right, and it is on my bucket list to do our own book. I can't wait before so the, I die. So Toothless Bulldog said he was looking at videos on pigeons, and your stream was recommended. Awesome. Well, welcome. Thank you, YouTube. Lo God, I love, <laughs> love. Uh, pigeons are in my future. No, pigeons are in my future. No, no. I said when all no. of my kids move out of the house, no. I'm... I'm replacing them with pigeons. No, we, we need to start. I mean, not in the house, but that's going to be my new hobby. No, no, when no, I have no. an empty well, nest. Oh, see, now I love, when, again, when I was an exterminator, we had to do a bunch of pigeon work. <laughs> and we had a gentleman that worked for us that bred and raised pigeons because he raised them. It just blows yeah, my mind. I, he that, would take yeah. them from New York, mail them down to Tennessee. They let them all go, and they can literally race them 
to come back and it scans a band on their leg to I register. Know, I know. Hey, my, my daughter were, my daughter's 19 and she moved, I don't know, just a few miles away. I'm going to set up a pigeon. With a, a camera? Pigeon, a pigeon pen there or what, what are they called? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah, I haven't started yet. But I'm going to set up one there <laughs> and at my house so the pigeon can send messages back and forth. Wow, or carrier fresh cookies pigeon. or whatever. Car yes, carrier pigeons. Carrier so, pigeons. I mean, they all can Racing carry. pigeons. Yeah, so you take them with you, and wherever you want to send that message back, you just let them go, just like they did in the old yeah. days. Mine will be a lazy one because it only has to go two miles. Mark my words. God, it could happen. We may need carrier pigeons again. Okay, sorry. Was that too much? You never so, know. So, well, whoever was watching the pigeon, oh, toothless bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. Was, he's into pigeons. Yes. Maybe he can t teach us something. Yeah. Some people just watch our videos. They don't. They're not even interested in chickens. They're I just know. Like it's, they just happen upon it and then they get drawn in by the giant coop, which we and love. And those type of people would like to know the shop gossip. Well, everyone likes to know the shop gossip. <laughs> no, are you serious? The shop gossip? No. Here's a question. Um, remember when you did the Alabama coop with the, the American, the American Alabama with that lady? Oh, yes. Yeah. So someone asked, would she be able to use Spanish moss as a filler for her nesting boxes? Because there were Spanish moss hanging from the trees when you were in that video. Doesn't. See, I don't know. But this is the northern part of me. Yeah. And you're probably about to say it. I've been told Spanish moss harbors chiggers incredibly. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's... No. No, okay. Chiggers I was don't told, don't touch trees. that. See, I don't know. See, I'm not familiar with chiggers. <laughs> You're such a yank. It is such a southern thing. And I thought you were a bug guy. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I was a northern bug guy, for the record. I did work a little bit up and down the East Coast, did a ton of time in Washington. Have you ever had chiggers? I, Chigger bites? I, I think once, and it was my first year I moved to North Carolina, but I wouldn't really know. Have you, Ingrid? No. So I don't know. I get here's, bitten by everything else, but not chicken. Oh here's what goodness. I can tell you is we used a lot of I used a lot of Spanish moss in decorating our reptile enclosures and never had an issue, but that was store bought where they probably disinfect it. I right. would say it would be okay. I mean yeah. try it. I, I mean like you're using you all kinds of stuff in your testing facility, right? Yes, yes. I, like I, gotta, you I can't use wait that to get back hay. to was it. I use coastal hay. Coastal hay, I like that. The chickens like that. They yeah, like. yeah. Really they'll nest on they'll nest on the ground. I, mean, I had one. I had one lay an egg in a nest box I just built, and it was still sitting on my table. So oh, I went yeah. to lunch, yeah. came back, she hopped out. Sure enough, there's an egg in there. Mine did an egg under the shade cloth by my rain barrel. I think she got stuck in the rain yesterday. Hold on, racing pigeons are getting lost more than ever. Earth's <gasps> magnetic field is diminishing uh, and causing the birds' navigation problems. Yeah, I just read an article about um, like there was some big race, and half of the pigeons, like 1,500, went missing in England. Hold on, Earth's magnetic field is diminishing. Or so, there could be something else going on. Well, all of the, it, um, it changes and flips. And that's where all hell's going to break loose, where the inside of the Earth spins inside, and then the yeah. crust will slowly catch up. And that's kind of what changes everything on this planet. Wow. Chaffin said so. Okay. I'll never forget that. It's, it, but is that what's going on? I would love to know that. It could be 5G. No, it could be 5G. <laughs> um, here's a question. Is it okay to breed Wyandots with two Easter Eggers? Uh, yes. You do all the time. Because Easter Eggers are a mix, right? And there not there a whole way of breeding when you're taking a mix uh, for, for egg color? I mean, I'm, obviously it's good. They're to not necessarily a mix, but they're, their feathers don't breed true. Like, they don't have a standard feather pattern color. 
their bread for the egg color. Right. So they have a lot of variety in how they look. But I, I wouldn't have any trouble breeding any chicken to any other chicken. Yeah. It's like having a mutt dog. You might mm -hmm. end up with something that's really fabulous. Amazing. Does the, um, would you use linoleum for flooring in the coop? Oh, finally, a coop question. Thank you. Or would it not work out long term? Matt is a master coop builder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, we do have sound effects. We never use the sound effects. That's what we need next, Ingrid. So we got Ingrid, the producer, handling everything. Mm -hmm. And then you got, you got to have someone just doing <laughs> the sound effects. I think that would be a lot of fun. No, I, do, I hate linoleum in chicken coops. Why? Layers. Pests love layers. And moisture gets under there. And then you're trapping the moisture, which a lot of pests love. It provides that perfect harborage area where it traps in the humidity, but it's not too wet. Eliminate layers. It would be layers. very difficult to seal that completely. You, you, you do not but, use linoleum. So that's a great question. And because so, people yeah, would I think, love it. People I think, would yeah, think to do that. I'll just take any good question at this point. I mean, I'm glad people <laughs> have chicken questions. I mean, again, I'll have Ingrid come over here. I do not use linoleum. Uh, I know a <laughs> lot of- Which pigeons carry coconuts again? <laughs> Wait, what? Mike Trapp said, which pigeons carry coconuts again? That's from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I've never seen it. <laughs> but you, you, you've dressed up and won a competition. Yes. At, just so you know. Yes. And we, had a, we had a, quack, a Quaker parrot with fake coconuts. 5G is affecting the birds and the bees. How? Let us see. I love um, this stuff. Oh, come on. No, it could be. I mean, you, there's a lot of things 5G we don't is insane. Know. There's so many things we don't know. They told us back in the 60s, cigarette smoking was good. I mean, radio waves. There's all sorts yeah. of stuff out there that electromagnetic fields that could mess with. I think the... pesticides are affecting oh, the birds horrible. and the bees. Yeah. Pesticides are it's like out of know. the business. Um, it is so bad and, and how they push it. Oh, it's awful. Do you have any customers in Europe? And Martin said he comes from Germany and he's thrilled by your coops. Yes, 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 and yes. Um, but it is very expensive to ship over to Europe. Um, so we have done a couple options. We've taken where our coop is normally in panels and consolidated, consolidated the entire coop back down to a full kit. So it's packed nice and dense so you get a better rate. And it's stackable and it's smaller, so it's more affordable to ship. But I can tell you what I plan on doing, what we have realized, and I'm not, I haven't looked into this in a while, uh, but we were not allowed to travel outside of the country anymore. Um, Australia has come up a lot where they want us to go there. And I said, listen, it's going to be a lot more affordable for us just to fly there with our most important tool, and that's our brain and use all the tools and the materials there. So even in Europe, I would love that opportunity to be able to go over there and build a coop from scratch. And I think that's gonna be a lot more affordable. We have definitely shipped over to Europe. Here's a question for Matt. I would like to know who taught Matt how to build those wonderful coops he produces. Uh, you want me to answer that for you? I don't have an answer. Yes, you do. I, I think I, your dad and YouTube. And the guy on PBS. Yeah. Like, where was your inspiration to start building? And your dad has taught you so well, see, much. See, that's, that's the blockhead in me. Uh -huh. So the question is, where did we learn to build such great coops? Where did you learn to build? That's just the blockhead. Where did I learn to build? Oh, God, yeah. My father, YouTube, love Roy Underhill. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. The things that Roy Underhill on PBS, right in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. It's amazing. The things he would teach from a woodworking point of view, 
tons of YouTube videos. I would just learn as much as I could about woodworking and go out and actually practice it. And then how did that evolve to the chicken coops when you built your own coop? Listening to the customers and just figuring out. And Matt never stops. <laughs> he is always working, always improving things. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great. Who asked that question? And now? not very many people do that. Toothless. I don't know. My father does. My God. Yeah, you, you two are very unique. And that is, that is why there is the level of craftsmanship and the level of perfection. Yep. Well, that's, I hope that, I, I, yeah. They said, he yep. said your coops are very inspirational. And that's you and Evan as yes, well. Yes, and Evan too. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, and I, I, that's why I, can't, I wish we were all underneath this one building. I, there's so much credit due to Evan and, and, and everyone that's a part of this organization. It takes a village. <laughs> we are going to become our own village. The people think I'm crazy. I'm telling you, we're going to start a, our own little village next door in the commune. All right, it's after one. Do you want to keep going? Do you uh, want to keep I, sweating? Yeah, absolutely. Or? No, we are good. I stopped <laughs> sweating. I sweated everything out. Okay. Um, if, if we have any more questions or comments, yeah, let's do them real quick. If not, no, we can finish up. I know we got lunch is coming soon. Um, I'm trying to find. Oh, um, 3D printers. What about 3D printers? I love 3D printers. Sell the plans. I promise. Can you are, build a coop with a 3D printer? You can build anything nowadays with 3D printer. You're going to start 3D printing your food. Yeah. It's going to happen. Oh, there was one guy that asked the best coop style for the Finger Lakes area and the best breeds. I'm sorry, he, one more time. He wanted to get the best coop style um, for the Finger Lakes area in New York, which you're familiar with. That's where I'm from. <laughs> See, I get I, that question our, one of the things about our chicken coops is I always tell people it's a one-size-fits-all, and it doesn't really matter if it's a custom coop or a production coop. If you look at a custom coop and a production coop, you're going to see the same thing, the same theme, the same DNA. A solid roof run, high-quality materials. We use the same type of lumber. So our coops are, are already designed to go anywhere on this planet. So, um, so there's nothing really that makes the Finger Lakes any different than if it was Arizona to uh, we got coops up in Alaska and I've even learned places like Alaska have less of a snow load than we do in Western New York. Wow. You know, we build them to be able to go anywhere. I think there was a part two to that question. And the, the best breeds for the Finger Lakes. You can get away with any breed. I agree. Yeah. Um, so Vicki asked, how is the amount that it costs to have a Carolina coops installed, install a coop calculated? None. It's well. Part of it is yes, the mileage yeah. from where they start, whether it's in New York or here, to where the coop's being installed. Correct? Mileage, cost, and cost, expenses. cost, cost. Okay, so you got miles, and believe it or not, a lot of people don't per realize diem. this. I have le I have legalities. I have to legally pay these guys a per diem based on that state mm -hmm. to pay for all. Well, no, pay up to a certain amount for their meals. Mm -hmm. Haircuts are not included. <laughs> or alcohol or cigarettes. They all they try to slip them in. Good job, Christy, out there. I'm not sure if she's listening. She's caught it. She caught someone trying to uh, expense a haircut. Oh, called it a salad. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's going on in that the miles, in that barber the shop? <laughs> what is the amount that? So, how is the amount that it costs to have Carolina? It, it, it's miles, the type of coop you have, and. Whether the, or not you're there versus the, the staff, the, the crew, the staff that we're going to send. Some, you know, if it's a custom coop, I have to send guys out that are able to handle 
that level. Uh, and then I got the the crew that can, they just know these production coupes in and out. We do a ton of American coupe installs, and they can do it four right. hours, which takes most people, you know, we usually say a weekend yeah. to put together. And I think that's it's important to mention why we don't mention the price of our custom coupes, so because different. it's not. It's really not a fa it's not fair to us. It's obviously not fair to the customer to, to broadcast what they paid for a coupe. But there's so many variables just in the on-site thing. And sometimes there's a problem or a storm and you're there for an extra three days or something. There's so many variables. Yes, and I am hell-bent on keeping it as fair as possible for every customer. You know, I, I have so many vendors, like, like UPS, for example. They're like, oh, just do a blanket, you know, where some people are gonna pay, you know, everyone's gonna pay the same, but some people could have gotten it cheaper based on where they live. You know what I mean? It's just little things like that. There's just so many variables. I don't have a problem paying our staff to figure out, even if it's a production coupe, here's exactly how much it's gonna cost for your specific area. We do everything we can so that you see how great the value is in your purchase. So Simon says, Matt, your coupes are like Kristen, super practical and beautiful to look at. Oh, boy, you got quite the fan base coming That's on. That's so nice. I, I don't hear that often, so I appreciate that genuinely. Thank you. And the Toothless Bulldog said, Matt, your legacy as a coupe producer is going to last for generations and families that hire you. Thank you. I like this new Toothless Bulldog guy. You're awesome. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's a fan already. Well, we love everyone. We love everyone. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, I never thought about that. I would love to know um, who's new here because we do want to build this audience. I don't want to keep doing this show and not be able to build the audience. You know, so Yeah, and we, we have an interview next week, which I think is going to be nice. I love hearing from other people, too. Yeah. I think yeah. that's... Because I learn stuff. Every time we have somebody on, I learn something. Oh, absolutely. And then the other thing is, which I know is a touchy subject, is the time slot for this show. This has definitely worked out well. Okay, Inger, it's like, don't even say Sunday. Um, I, I just, again, I would love to know people's opinions on if, if the weekend would be better that we have more of an audience. You know what they say about opinions, though? Everyone's They're like assholes. <laughs> Everyone has one or something. <laughs> right? Wait, I forgot to bleep you for that. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not the bleep. We, we, uh, anyways, all right. So any more questions? Um, I think we got to most of them. All right. And it's hot in here. It, it is hot in here. It is lunchtime. Nan is making lunch for everyone today, oh, so make sure you stick so around. Nice. Uh, Kristen, thank you for being here and You're sweating welcome. it out. Ingrid, thank you so much for staying behind the camera and, and operating the show. You guys are the best. And for all our viewers out there, thank you so much for your questions, your time. And please come back and see us next Friday at noon, unless we do change the time to Sunday at 9 a.m. No. Uh, <laughs> 9 a.m.? No, uh, you're insane. <laughs> you guys have a great weekend out there. Thanks for watching. Okay. Bye.